0: Hey there, welcome to the Hot Slice, the weekly podcast brought to you by Pizza Today magazine. I'm your host, Jeremy White, editor-in-chief of Pizza Today. Joined today, as always, by the distinguished Denise Greer, our accomplished award-winning executive editor. What's up, Denise?
1: Oh, that was a long intro. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I love
0: it. How's it going today?
1: Oh, man, it's it's going so good. But, man, I got to tell you, there are so many things happening right now in pizza. You know, yep. we just had National Pepperoni Day uh, this week. Um, and then now coming up is National Pizza Month, right? October. Um, so October, we wanna, yes. We want to make sure people get out there and they celebrate it because you can really add on sales when you, um, when you can really – Uh, market and promote uh, things like National Pizza Month Um, and it's a good opportunity to raise funds for uh, whatever that your you know wherever your heart's at you can raise funds for that especially during National Pizza Month. Um, So on pizzatoday.com we do have a nice toolkit for operators that includes like logos, uh, customizable um, press releases, uh, marketing ideas. Um, So there's still a lot of time to get in um, your, you know, your promotion for National Pizza Month. And I think that they should really pop on there and, uh, you know, and, and just get some ideas going.
0: Absolutely. You personally worked very, very hard on that. Uh, really over about a two or three year period, uh, you began working on it, began up making regular updates and tweaks to it as we go. And now there's really a substantial amount of information there that is very beneficial to the pizzeria operator. And, and like you said, like October is a huge month for the pizza industry. It was designated national pizza month. And you know, Halloween, obviously the very last day of the month, uh, October 31st, but Halloween is traditionally one of the largest days of the year in terms of pizza sales. Families are going to go out, take their children trick-or-treating. They don't have time to cook. They don't want to cook that night. Mm -hmm. So they typically have pizza delivered or go pick it up so that they can get the kiddos dressed, get them out to to trick-or-treat, come back, you know, tear themselves up on candy and go to bed. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a really big day for the industry and, and the entire month is a big month. Kudos to you, Denise, for putting together that guide and everyone watching this, listening to this podcast should most definitely hop on onto pizzatoday.com and check it out because there's just so much information there.
1: Absolutely. Uh, well, we have some more exciting news for the folks. That uh, about something new that we've done at Expo, and we brought it to Three Six Five. Why don't you tell the folks what what we're doing?
0: So we have a sandwich challenge. You know, at at this previous International Pizza Expo that just took place in August in Las Vegas. I know it's so weird having it in August, but that's what <laughs> COVID did to us. It was uh crazy hot, but we we endured and we got through it and had a great show but brand new to the show you know there's always a new twist every year yeah and uh, this year in the challenge area we staged an international sandwich competition it was a lot of fun we saw a lot of great creations so good and we thought you know what let's let's bring this to the masses let's host a sandwich challenge on pizzaexpo365.com that is our year-round 24 7 platform dedicated to all things pizza you can find a number of seminars, demonstrations from previous expos, just a lot of educational information. And periodically we, we have challenges on the platform and we right now are doing a sandwich challenge. So if you think you make the best sandwich in all the land and everyone thinks that, right, you have a deadline of October 15th to, to register completely free of charge. Turn in your creation so it can be judged, graded, and hey, who knows? You just may be the lucky winner, right, Denise?
1: Oh man, right. And you know what? If if I were allowed to enter, I would so rock this category because I make a mean meatball sub. I swear, my meatball sub is hands down the best I've ever had, and I say that for me. So let <laughs>
0: well, l- 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 let me tell you something. With all you people are going to enter with your fancy, you know burrata some sauce uh, you know what you you guys do you but i'm going to tell you right now no. you should be glad i am not judging this competition because somebody submits a peanut butter and jelly they're gonna skin from me <laughs> hey, no 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 there's no better sandwich in all the world in the history of creation than peanut butter and jelly now denise no man I, saw, I, I don't think
1: it's gonna win the the competition i i
0: just you know, uh, so I saw a really great documentary one time they interviewed, they were interviewing chefs and the question posed to the chefs were, you're on death row, what's your last meal?
1: Uh-huh.
0: And you would have thought that, you know, these are high end chefs. They would have had really complex technical dishes and huge feast. Yeah. And a high percentage of them actually said peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Wow.
1: All right, maybe, okay, somebody come out with a peanut, a really dynamite peanut butter and jelly sandwich, uh, maybe with some hot honey or something like that. We'll see. Oh, no no,
0: no, no, don't toast it. Don't add any. Ah, oh, Two pieces of bread, peanut butter, jelly. That's all you need to make a great sandwich. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> let's 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 get to our guests today, because uh, we are still um, showcasing uh, our expo mini sessions uh, that we we had from the show floor. So, yep. uh, of course, you're gonna have a little bit of echo. So forgive that, because we were on a show floor and we're you know we're in these huge wide open rooms. So there is a little bit of echo. All right, so uh, so we picked up a couple of folks off of the show floor that wanted to talk to us on the podcast, and one of those is Q Wimberly from the Missing Brick in Indianapolis, Indiana, mm-hmm. and then we brought on two brothers, uh, Richie and Neil Sayal from ro- um, from Rock Fire Grill in uh, Galita, California, um, and the reason why these two go well together is that. Both the Missing Brick and Rockfire are doing things kind of their own way and in their mm-hmm. own style. And I love that. Like they have these um, these pita, instead of using uh, regular bread for their sandwiches at Rockfire, they're using pita. Um, and so they just got some some unique things happening. And then uh, Q at Missing Brick, you know, she's created her own style of pizza. They're, they're kind of rustic and long, but very different in her toppings. Are not your usual toppings that you would see on pizza. Um, so I just love combining these two uh, these two interviews on the same podcast because uh, they're doing very unique things. And if the one thing that you can take away is that you can do your own thing and be successful, because though these two are very successful in their markets,
0: indeed they are. You know, we put Q on our cover a few months ago. It was a stunning, stunning cover. Red background. Uh, you know just just a stunning photograph it was really one of the more interesting covers that that we had we had ever done and uh q is just doing some really really cool things in indianapolis so yeah i was very glad that, that we were able to pull her off the show floor and get a little time with her on the podcast
1: yeah absolutely well let's hop in uh and, and just listen to what they have to say about what they're doing and uh and they got a little uh tidbits uh from what they saw on the show floor as well so uh, let's just hop right into the pizza expo mini sessions
2: your pizza is more than a craft it's your legacy make it extraordinary with baccio exceptional italian pizza cheese Created by expert cheesemakers for a superior melt, endless stretch, and its signature kiss of buffalo milk, a taste that is rich and creamy beyond compare. Build your legacy with monthly cash rewards and marketing support through the Bacio Gold Club. Schedule a demonstration at BacioCheese.com slash Hotslice. Pizza is your legacy. Build it with Bacio.
1: So cute. I'm going to ask you one question that is a really hard question to answer in the time that I want you to answer it. Okay. So... I would love to hear your origin story in like two minutes.
3: Alrighty. so The Missing Brick is all about everything pieces have been missing. I, I basically built with my Two Sons, and we collaborate with local successful brick-and-mortar restaurants and put their specialty dishes on seafood. Um, we've been in business for one of the three years, and we are known for our seafood trap pizza, which we are love. we are one of our biggest collaborations with the seafood trap, of course. And um, I run a family-owned pizza joint that is 21 and over, and it's all about the vibe and just really good food. Absolutely, that is awesome. Um, so I, you're, you're competing with that
1: crowd pizza. Yes. So you have and you have your own style of pizza and you call it indie style which we've never heard of indie style so um, you know I, I think it, it's it's your style. I mean you created this style. Yes, I do. Um,
3: you know what separates it from other pizza styles? I think what separates Indie style pizza, from any other style of pizza, is the artisan that we bring into it. All of our ingredients are manufactured by local chefs or restaurants in our city, so you will only get those flavors in our city. So that's why it's indie style. Okay. <laughs> yeah, indie style everything on there, from our from our bases to our trap butter to our seasoning. So yeah, and that's why it's indie style. That is that's wonderful. I love that.
1: Um, you know, you you you've, you told me a while back ago how you created this business with your sons. Mm-hmm. And so how are you developing them and and seeing what path they want to take as as you move forward? You know, this is this is how family businesses start, this is how legacies start. So,
3: Kinda tell me a little bit about that. It's definitely they're younger, 26 and 22. So it's definitely keeping them motivated and showing them the possibilities of growth. Because of course they have so many things in their ear. You got Instagram, you got TV saying you can do this quicker, you can do that quicker. So keeping them coming to work and keeping them focused is my main thing. Bringing them out to the Pizza Expo, showing them the possibilities. You got people in here that have 70 units and they are rolling the dough. And and I think. Working in a family dynamic situation is hard because mm-hmm. as they grow, they take on more responsibility. And you'll see, one, my oldest son is pretty much, he's in and out a lot. He's not as permanent as my youngest son. And you'll see that as time goes on. Well, he'll come and do all the events. Um, he'll fill in for me. But he really don't want to do day to day. Whereas my youngest son loves it every yeah. day, that's his that's his thing. Pizza yeah. is his thing. So um, my goal is to find a role for both of us, to all three of us, to continue to do even as we continue to expand. Mm-hmm. So eventually, bring the older one back in. Maybe doing he'll be on field work, you know, training, moving yeah. around, doing things yeah. like that.
1: Being able to be on the go, on the yeah. go, because he's more freestyle. He's
3: more in the wind and yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Um, you know, you, you said the word expand, so this is my last question for you. Uh, yeah, you are you are looking you are looking to grow your concept. You know, what kinds of things are you setting into place to make that jump to be able to add a second store and then maybe a third? You know, I think of
3: Las Vegas and because you're twenty one and up. Yes, I think, man, Vegas is. Pride for your mind. Um, first thing we're trying to do is, of course, take care of our stuff on the legal side, trademarks. Mm-hmm. We've only been in our third year of business, so didn't know how well these were going to go. Mm-hmm. And then having a lot of national exposure is getting a lot of people reaching out, seeking these opportunities to franchise or partner with us and things like that. So um, for us, is getting our operational manuals down together, getting our training books down together, getting all our legal things to cover us, and then start looking at the prospects. like you said, of going into places that... That are already 21 over, that are already a good time, that already come with the vibe, you go there to have a good time. Because that's what we offer a good time with the pizza.
1: Well, that is awesome, and welcome to the show, and thank I you. hope
3: you have an excellent pizza expo. Yes, you too, thank you. All right, good
2: luck competing. <laughs> Performance Food Service is proud to deliver high-quality products, innovative technology, and custom operational solutions to restaurants of all sizes across the country. The flagship division of Performance Food Group, with deep roots in the restaurant industry, Performance Food Service has been the exclusive distributor of the Roma family of brands for more than 65 years. This signature relationship has allowed Performance Food Service to be become a leader in the pizza and Italian segment of food service nationwide.
1: Uh, so, Rockfire Grill, uh, you said that gets get to a college campus, uh, you know, what is the current college market right now, and kind of how are you guys fitting into that?
4: Mm,
1: there is really like a
4: market, I guess, I mean, you know, college students, I think year after year, it always seems the same. like. People, at least in that in that town, that um, I, I people are really just trying to drink beer, and have junk food. That's not really there's not like a big like you know trend going on where people are just eating a certain style. Like no, it's always been. Yeah. People just want to party. They just want to have convenient food mm-hmm. and uh, beer, basically. Now, do you market to the college students, or are you marketing to the neighbors, the citizens in that area? Yes, yeah, so that's a good question. So um, I'm marketing to both. Um, like I'm getting the college kids, our advantage with the college kids, is we, have a, we have like the biggest space in the college town, so we can hold big events, Yeah. You know, events for like sororities and fraternities, Different. there's all organizations that come along with the, with the college, so we, can, we are the best restaurant to host all that, and then we have probably the most taps on, you know, for our beer selection, which is a big thing, and we, all, we always have beer deals for them, um, but, but aside from like the marketing college kids, I've always believed our food was never meant for college students. I feel like the type of food we serve, the people who truly appreciate it are people who've had different foods in the world, not just junk food, like usually the older crowd. Yeah. Um, and that older crowd's right outside the college town. And, um, yeah. It's called the City of Goleta. So there's Mm -hmm. Goleta, and then there's Isla Vista that's in Goleta. Mm -hmm. So I've been spending a lot of time, you know, marketing to them. And so basically, I have them during the lunch hours. Mm -hmm. You know, when kids are sleeping or or they're (laughs) hungover. Yeah. So my seats are filled with the, you know, people from Goleta or people that are just traveling.
1: So you're able to tap into those demographics. So I tap
4: into those demographics. And then when they're gone, kind of gone, and when people are trying to start drinking, all the kids start coming in. Okay. So it's pretty cool. Like we don't get that much of a lunch crowd during you know, from from the college kids, because, you know, they're also, usually during lunchtime they're in class, so Mm -hmm. it's another thing. I guess the the bigger picture here is we're trying
5: to uh, root ourselves in the community, Mm -hmm. um, both, you know, with the university um, as well as with the outer um, Mm -hmm. university. It would be nice to feel like, a lot of college students do feel like they're still on campus when they're, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, coming to a restaurant, they're meeting people that they, you know, see at school over there, large groups of people are supported, uh, it's great, but uh, also uh, we have a parking lot. So people from outside, uh, and that's not that's not typical of something at a college campus is yeah. to have their own parking. So that discourages people from, you know, even wanting to get there. So we have our own parking lot, so people know that in the outside community.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's a big big thing not to have to pay for parking or look around for different parking on college campuses because you're like always scared you're going to park in a lot that's going to get towed. Absolutely. (laughs) Nobody
5: wants that. It's so so common to get tickets.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Well I know that we were talking about your menu. You've got a pretty diverse menu and pizza is just a small portion of what you guys are doing. Um, What kinds of things are you doing on the menu and what's working well for you in your, in your market?
4: Um, I mean, well, the thing is, we have a, a unique seller product, which is basically, which is really our burger, um, yeah. that's what's really, um, you know, making people speak up about us because it's something unique. What we do is basically, our burger is made with fresh baked flatbread as opposed to like the traditional yeah. burger bun. so oh, wow. what's really cool, with, you know, like when you order a pizza, they literally put the doughnut and they bake it and they serve it fresh. Yeah. We're doing that but with burgers uh, as well. Like so we have pizzas uh, but we're also doing, you know, yeah. fresh baked buns with your burger. That's cool. And um it's just, you know, it's an untapped uh potential really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, people people really enjoy the, uh, the the
5: warmth of the of the bun in their yeah. hands. Um, oh, it, is, it's thanks. also it's also a little bit less uh filling. Yeah. Uh it's a flatbread versus um
1: that's very
5: unique oh, to do a flat yeah. bread with a
1: burger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what else is uh, working on your menus right now?
5: Uh, before the, you know, we have some drama with chicken wings. Uh, um, everybody knows, right?
1: We don't know anything about drama with chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. We,
5: we had, uh, we had to switch the boneless chicken You know, yeah. a lot of people yeah. come through. We actually have
1: an People are switching to thighs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, was <laughs>
4: an, it was an immediate, like, all right, time to do boneless. But what's really cool, though, is, um, it's actually funny, but, you know, like I said, college kids love, like, junk food. Mm-hmm. That that also means, like, they like food that's, you know, that, that's really convenient. That's why boneless wings actually work. They work yeah. well because people, kids, prefer, yeah. like, just getting a fork and, like, they don't really want to deal with the bone. Yeah. Like, so it actually worked really well in that specific market yeah. in College Town. So. But
1: actually, you might not go back to the
4: yeah. bone-in wings, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think I am realizing, like, I feel like there's just a separate, like, crew that, like, or a second um, group of people who like boneless and then who don't like boneless. Like the, yeah. I feel like once we took out the bone-in wings, it was okay. like a new crowd of people that I'm a seen. Yeah. I never boneless
1: wing Yeah, I love the wings. Yeah, like wings. Man, like like, like the
4: people who oh uh, yeah. Since we didn't have boneless wings, all these people just never came, and now they came because we started doing boneless. But then the bone-in people left. Like they just stopped coming. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> like I mean, like as a person who works every day and like sees that, like I I, I know these faces and like I just I saw all the faces that get the wings and they all disappeared. <laughs> So
1: y'all are y'all are at Expo, and uh, I mean Expo floor is right behind us. Uh, and we kind of was taught we were talking you know before we hopped on the podcast a little bit about you know what you're seeing on the show floor that you're gonna take away as far as you know some trends and things that, things that are happening. Uh, you know elaborate a little bit on on what trends you're seeing and what you'd like to incorporate in the restaurant.
4: Um. So the trends that I'm seeing, I mean I'm definitely seeing the vegan trend obviously just exploding now like I, I probably would say I saw as many vegan stands as like regular like honestly just like half and half so with that being said I think it's time to start really considering you know adding a, you know at least vegan cheese mm-hmm. into the mix um, and just maybe more vegan products and I, I also know you know in a college town there's definitely a lot of vegans out there as well yeah. like I did say junk but there's also people who wouldn't want to keep it vegan as well uh, um, yeah. It's I, yeah it's now it's 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 worth trying it out at least you know I didn't really care at first, but now yeah. I'm kind of convinced. There's a
5: yeah there's a huge push towards being uh, environmentally environment friendly and socially conscious like that's I'm seeing that and um, one trend that I really liked a lot um, was the because I'm a dieter I I, I like. Myself, I, I try to eat low-carb, so I try yeah. to eat keto, and so yeah. seeing these crusts, all these different types of crusts that are available, mm-hmm. you know, those are those are really cool because you know, we sample the pizzas, they taste just as good almost at times. Um, but the one that I really liked was the one they made it of chicken breast. Like it was a zero-carb zero life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <yeah>. Zero-carb <laughs> life was... Uh, That's the first time I was seeing a zero-carb piece. Yeah, I was floored by the, yeah. the sample. Yeah, yeah. and, and so, the fact that they only use four ingredients. is too. Well done. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, keep your food cost down except for yeah.
5: the yeah. actual
4: chicken, and, right? And yeah. it's satiating too, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. you know, high Plus protein. protein. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I remember just seeing zero like zero cars and then like thirty two grand throws. Yeah. You know, are
1: you seeing anything else as far as equipment or technology yeah. that you really are like Jonesing
4: on out there? Um, yeah, I mean I I did see something, um it was like a fryer that filtered itself out and like literally yeah, oh, and, and, and you like really plug your laptop into the, the fryer. Like yeah. it's just funny well, like like I'm like trying to envision myself like in my kitchen with a laptop, like sitting next to my fryer. It's <laughs> yeah. kinda of funny. Yeah. I, I like the uh,
5: the trailer Ovens that they had, oh, yeah. you know, the, the, yeah. the they, you know, the Neapolitan ovens that that you can kind of pull up to uh, different houses. I'm like, that is, um, yeah. I feel like that, you know, there were some some really cool events. You know, yeah, and have a pizza man, yeah. you know, make you a French pizza at your house. Yeah. Party, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a
1: lot of market for that. I'm you sure know, money, catering job, I mean, Yeah, a lot of operators making a lot of money. Yeah, like weddings and things. And so.
5: yeah, we, were, we were thinking too, I mean, like, we, we have, we're in a college town, you know, if we, if, um, you know, we wanted to expand out a little bit, um, but not go too far, mm-hmm. still yeah. keep it in the community, mm-hmm. we can, you know, if we need to be seen, you know, at community type. Functions, so it's 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 a cool way to take your brand a little bit outside of your
1: uh, you know premises. Yeah.